Hello, hello. Uh, happy Friday, if you're listening to this on release day or um, on a Friday, perhaps. You never know, any random Friday. Um, welcome <laughs> to the Seriously Comedic Podcast. Assuming I'm Jared. Friday. I'm Matt. Um, today we watched Beverly Hills Cop. We sure did. 1984. This, of course, was Eddie Murphy. Uh, was this his first movie? Was it his first movie? Uh, I, I, I really... come out of the gates with, with that one. Um, um, I, I will say this about this movie. I don't movie. think so, yeah. but I'm, I'm checking. I think it holds no. up really... No. It's not, okay. Um, I think it holds up really well. Um, I, I hadn't seen it in a, in a while. It's I think his fourth I, movie, and the second movie, one was yeah. Trading Places. Oh, interesting, interesting. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, but yeah, I, I think it holds up very well. I oh, really, very, very I well. really enjoyed watching it this time. I tried to watch it a, a pretty recently, a couple months ago, and I think I fell asleep. Like I just like turned it on late, and I fell asleep on the couch or something. But um, it, it's really good. And Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy is. I love Eddie Murphy, dude. He's so good. Well, like we were talking about while we were watching, it's the perfect blend of comedy to action. I mean, there's tons of action in it, but there's also super yeah. funny parts because he's just a wise ass the entire well, time. Well, yeah, and I think the thing about this is like. Like I said, it's kind of like an underhanded comedy. Like it's right. it, it, it leans definitely, I think, further heavier on the, uh, you know, on the action side of it. So there's some trivia concerning, you know, who they're uh, hoping for Axel Foley. Yeah. Which and and once we get into that, and we can actually dive into that now if you want to. Yeah, that's fine. Let's talk about that because I want to know because I really think Eddie Murphy was perfect for this. Well, he was absolutely perfect for it. Which. I wonder who they were considering since he, like, embodied Axel Foley so well, uh, you know? Okay, this is wild. Okay. And and this is why, like, the movie worked so well because of, like, his quick wit. Okay. You know, like, yeah. all of his little jokes, many of that was improvised. Yeah, and rapid fire. And rapid I mean, fire. Yeah. And had it been anybody else, it would have been completely different. So check this out. Axel Foley was originally going to be played by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, God. Or Mickey Rourke. Oh, God. Right? Stallone left the project and used some of his script ideas to make Cobra in 86. I have no idea what that movie is. I'll tell you that right now. So, so I'll tell you <laughs> there, there's a rumor. Um, Eddie Murphy got the good end of that deal, I think. No, 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 no. According to this like UK newspaper interview, Stallone quit the movie because there were disagreements about his orange juice in the trailer. Can neither confirm nor deny, but that was printed in like a, a British newspaper. Oh, that's that weird. Sounds, that sounds like a National Enquirer like tabloid. Here's who article. else was considered for the role: Harrison Ford, okay, Michael Keaton, weird, Arnold Schwarzenegger, no thank you, Bobby De Niro, also no thank you, Al Pacino, oh no, Richard Pryor, yeah. maybe, and Al Pacino, Cappuccino, and James Caan. We're also considered for the role. Weird, right? All, all very weird. Um, I'm glad. And here's the thing. I'll say this. Not a single one of them is black except for Eddie Murphy. And Richard Pryor. Oh, I didn't hear Richard Pryor, so yeah. I apologize. Um, but that's a... Well, so, but, but because, because Eddie Murphy uh, took the role... You know, they rewrote a lot of the... I mean, they had to rewrite a lot of jokes while it was improvised. Well, obviously, but also there was obviously like a Sylvester of like, Stallone or Robert De Niro couldn't come in and go to the Beverly Hills Plaza Hotel well, and obviously drop the that situation would yeah, not have that been that would not have been him. presented. It would have been very different, so they had to. But, okay, so, you know, we have, of course, uh, Eddie Murphy is uh, a Detroit detective. He's a Detroit cop, and he's, he's got a... 
he works in like narc or something. He works on drugs or he works in he doesn't work in murder because well, so his boss gets on to him because he's going undercover what he's not supposed to be right, and then he's not getting clearance to do it. So he gets suspended and he goes and parties with his buddy. His buddy comes into town from L.A. and his buddy's kind of a shady character, but he was like a neighborhood friend that yeah. grew up with him. I mean, you know, you got those people in your life, that, right? Yeah, you know. Anyways, so dude, sketchy. Some guys come after him and and kill him. They go home drunk. Yeah, he drops him off drunk. They kill yeah. him, and so he. He's so we find out then that he's not in the murder, so he can't cover the murder because he's not a murder detective. I guess he's right. in, I think he's in drugs. I don't Plus know. Plus he's been skating on thin ice as is. Boy, he's just a rogue. He's a he's trouble. rogue renegade, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna take my vacation. Then he goes out to Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> anyway, that's a good song. Um, I love Weezer. Uh, so it comes out because. Just before his buddy got shot, he said, I was out in L.A. getting involved in some questionable... Or he had, like, the, the, the Bond notes on him, the German yeah, the yeah. notes. Anyway, so cool. I'm going to L.A., to Beverly Hills, because um, I'm going to poke around with this guy that he was involved with, see if I can get some answers for why he was killed. Victor. Yeah. So he drives the worst car you've ever seen from Detroit, Michigan to Beverly Hills, California. Somehow makes it. Makes it. Does Goes not show to the nicest hotel in Beverly Hills. Oh, we we need to talk about that. First of all, there's not one second shown of him making that drive. That's a long. That's like a three day drive. It's longer than it would take to get from here. Like if we if you were to go from Dallas to. Oh yeah, it, it's definitely from Detroit because it's it diagonal. D- so he shows up. It's diagonal. A. You said it wrong. Yeah. He checks into this hotel, and uh, he start he, you know throws this scene in the uh, in the lobby in order to uh, secure a room, and he, he gets in. Um, Plays the race card to do it. That's true. Yeah. Talks so, about who who did he say? Oh, Michael Jackson. He's gonna interview Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's gonna interview he Michael Jackson, and every newspaper is gonna get it. So he gets a room, and then a he's suite. like. Yeah, he gets a suite at the price of regular room. Every single room. Two hundred and forty-five dollars a night in nineteen eighty-four. I feel like. That's a lot of money for now. Like, okay, hold I, on. I don't. I I'm not in the position to spend two hundred and forty five dollars a night on a hotel room. Let's assume the whole course of this was spent over. If we're being like reasonable, we'll say what two weeks. A regular vacation's two, two weeks, weeks. You think? A, a standard. I would say a standard vacation. A lot happened, but we, we can be fair and say maybe five nights. You think five nights? I mean, is that a lot? I'm just saying. Let's be fair. Okay, let's say five nights then. Okay. Two forty-five at five. That's uh, twelve hundred dollars for the hotel. Twelve twenty-five, just for the hotel. Spoiler alert: The it was, Beverly Hills Police Department ends up picking up the tab. So your tax dollars at work, um, city of Beverly Hills. And then he grabs two more hundred-dollar robes, just cause. Didn't that doesn't include? Yeah, all the the, the three, room service, the three that he took. Yeah, the room service. But the thing is, I will say this: it was the room service that he was ordering for the cops that were staking him out. Two so the cops. I will say I think that the 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 city of Beverly Hills deserved to pay for those meals <laughs> as well as the bananas in the table. They pie. ate them. By the way, banana guy, Damon Wayans. There was a number of cameos. A few. So let's talk about Eddie Murphy, of course. We're eating candy, by the Sorry, way. Sorry, we got it, some. some yeah, we went bears. to the store right after the movie ended because, um, like, I didn't have any Dr Pepper and I really wanted one. Matt wanted a drink. We only have water at the house. So if you hear us chomping, it's because we're eating candy. It's all the way over here on the nasty floor. You don't want it. Uh, never mind. So, uh, what were we just talking about? 
Um, there were some cameos in this movie. That's right. We got to talk about Eddie Murphy, Judge Reinhold, which there's a pretty crazy story concerning Judge Reinhold. Yeah, recently. As of recent. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, me and Matt live in Dallas. I know we said that before, and a lot of you guys who listen live here in Dallas, too. But pretty recently, Judge Reinhold, who plays Neil in the Santa Claus series, who is Charlie's stepdad. Yeah. You know, Tim Allen's nemesis, if you will. Nemesis. Um, he was flying out of Love Field, and I, I don't. I, I think he was drunk, I think is what I read. I don't know if that's a fact. But he, like, freaked out in the security line and, like, ripped his shirt off. And ended up getting arrested and got booked and everything. So I don't know what the whole situation was surrounding that. But that did happen in Dallas at Love Field. Of course he flies Southwest. I mean, just saying. I just imagine like, I'm Neil. Or like, I'm Judge Reinhold. Just sh- ripping his shirt yeah. off. It's. I thought it was pretty funny. But um, New name for me, Also, by the way. Mike from Breaking Bad is in it. And he plays, guess yeah. what? A hitman. Are you surprised? Absolutely not. Typecasting. Talk about typecasting. Can you name for me two other roles Judge Reinhold was in? No. You can't. No. You'll. I'm gonna you'll, tell you one, and you're gonna be like, you'll "Oh, say, obviously." Yeah, no, you'll say one, and I'll know because Fast Times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. I knew it in my head, but I didn't. Yeah. It was on the tip of my tongue. He's in Fast Times. He was in. Um, remember, he played Judge Judge Reinhold on Arrested Development. Yeah, he did. Judge, Judge Reinhold. Yeah, very funny. No, my uh, name is Judge. <laughs> right. He had. A, he did. It says here he did over a hundred roles. Um, mostly, I guess, kind of Piddly. smaller stuff. Yeah, but, uh, stuff here and there. Yeah, he's been. He's been. He's been steady. Uh, John Ashton plays Taggart. Um, he looks like a Red Foreman. Eh, I don't think so. No. We have the uh, what uh the the bad guy he had a he had a I guess it's like a European accent something his name was Victor he had like a huge growth in the middle of his forehead just right here dude yeah it was like his third eye it was not and a it third was blind. eye it was clearly blind because it was closed AF bro so okay Judge Reinhold and uh, Taggart whose name escapes me I just said it a second ago was played by John Ashton. Mm-hmm. They're assigned to, to cover Axel Foley while he's in town because obviously he's snooping around, poking well, yeah, around. Yeah, because he went to that dude's office and they threw him out. They, they threw, threw him, out him out the window. For disturbing the peace. And then they arrested him. Yep. They arrested him for getting thrown out of a window and then he had a gun. They were like, oh, and you have a weapon. Um, well, that's when they found out he was a cop from to be Detroit. Fair, to be fair, I feel like they depicted the LAPD in a much more positive light than they actually were towards people of color in 1984. <laughs> this is before Rodney King. It was it was also Hollywood, so they dressed it up. If that was IRL, you never, who knows what would have happened. Anyway, so these two guys who are assigned to cover Axel Foley was played by... Anyway, so... The, the, they cast the roles like um, they paired up finalists and asked them to do some like improvisation and feel for their chemistry. Mm-hmm. And he put these two dudes together, Judge Reinhold, John Ashton. And he said, um, uh, this is the direction. You're a middle-aged couple married for years. You're having a conversation on an average evening. So Judge Reinhold grabs the magazine and they did that whole five pounds of red meat in the bowels bit. And yeah. it was almost identical to how it was in the movie when they were sitting in the car during the stakeout. That's funny. That's, that's really a, funny. That's a really funny line. Like, there are a lot of lines. Like, I guess I saw this movie so long ago the last time. I was yeah. probably like 
you know, younger than I am now, a lot of stuff flew over my head, man. Yeah, like, I mean, as a child, there's a scene where, uh, you know, they they all end up at as a, this... I say child. I didn't see this movie when I was seven. Oh, there's lots can't. of f bombs yeah. and titties and stuff, but <laughs> so they're know. at this like this strip club, younger, and uh, they they foil a robbery. Which is, you know, so they obviously have to explain what happens to the uh, the lieutenant when they get back. And so Eddie Murphy has given them all of the credit, even though he really did most of it. He's just given these two guys all the credit. And he does his great speech about how they're super cops. They're not just regular cops. They're super cops. Oh, yeah. And they're cracking up the and whole And they're cracking time. up. Because, I mean, Eddie Murphy, like, obviously those two guys, they did a whole lot of improvisation on the set. Um, and, and so much was like ruined because they were laughing. But that scene, you can watch. Go back and watch it whenever yeah, he's doing the super. Judge cop. Reinhold is like pinching his leg. Judge Reinhold is pinching his leg to not uh, to not lose it, and John Ashton is has got Covering his head his down because he's cracking up. That's yeah. so funny because I feel like the, the really truly great comedies, like they're like they have a ton of improv in them, and it really works. You know? Yeah. I. That's just how I feel. It's just, that's what I mean when I say, like, it would be so weird if somebody else played that role because yeah. he's so, like, it would have been a totally Could different you imagine Axel Foley. Alone trying to improv about it wouldn't have worked. It would have been full on action, no comedy. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean these cigarettes aren't real? Uh, wanna be hot? He had coffee grounds uh, in the warehouse. You yeah. know what that means? Drugs. Dude, okay, this is wild. This is wild trivia. Gilbert Hill played uh he's a real life uh detroit police department homicide detective he played inspector todd that's real cop. real that's interesting yeah the the, the and i will say this i said this during the movie too i was actually a kind of surprise 1984 like his boss in detroit black guy like it was pretty like diverse this whole cast for being the year that it came out and they actually addressed like racial issues and stuff in the movie um some parts like they made jokes about it and stuff too but I think that was pretty interesting because I feel like any, I don't know, Hollywood 1984 is, I feel like, a very different place than it is now. It was now. a weird time. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like it kind of, I don't know because I wasn't around when it came out, you know, neither of us were, but I feel like it, it definitely addressed some issues that still exist today, but definitely were around back then. What do you got? <laughs> Okay, this I came across this uh, about the synthesizers they used to make the theme song. That song ran the, the entire, entire length time. of the film. <laughs> and then another. <laughs> it's like it's. You're not mad at it because it's so catchy, but it goes on constantly. The whole movie. Anytime anything like progressing Suspen the plot anything happens. Anything suspenseful, anything yeah. funny, anything actiony, anything anything. Anytime it was a, it was any feeling happens, it comes on because it'll yeah. it just plays those two parts where it's like uh, it's just I love it though. It said it took only three synthesizers to do that theme song. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Um, it was Damon Wayans' first movie. That was his first little. It was that little he cameo. Played the fruit guy. That's yeah. the thing that I I think is one of the things that flew over my head that I wanted to save. I didn't tell you this. Did you notice that Damon Wayans kind of played a fruity guy? Well, like the way, the, like he was like playing an right. effeminate guy, the that fruit was the, guy. The, that was the joke. You're right. I didn't get that when With I was the a bananas. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't get that. That's another thing. Like some, it's crazy. You know, we go back and watch these movies, and that's what we're you know doing with this whole you know podcast or whatever. There's so much stuff that we didn't catch growing up. See, okay, you know how we were just talking about or whatever the different actors playing different roles. Maybe I'm just stupid. Yeah, this is this was down. You know, you go down the spoilers have a lot of whatever. In one of the drafts written for Stallone playing Axel Foley, Billy uh, Rosewood, who is uh, Judge Reinhold, was called Siddons. It was killed off halfway through during the what? script. See, that's what I mean. Like, it would have been a totally different movie, and it would not have been... Yeah, I don't... That was way too serious. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Sylvester Stallone's Beverly Hills Cop anymore, because that sounds stupid. Now, Judge Dredd. Or Demolition Man. Right, but those are, like, different. all but, straight up action. Right, and the thing is... I don't think Sylvester Stallone realizes that the jokes in those movies are at his expense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but. mean, you if you got to do movies with Rob Schneider. <laughs> so, I t- riddle me this. Okay. So let's 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 talk about something else. We we've kind of gone through the movie. Right. A little bit. I mean, basically uh, a little bit. chases after the guy who's art dealer who's yeah. smuggling in drugs and these crazy, like, This girl that German he knows from way bonds. back ends up getting kind of involved. She works and, for the guy. Yeah, and, and does doesn't realize it's one of his art galleries. it is. And anyways, they take the guy down. They kill him. Right. They He he goes rogue. Good and guys win, bad he, guys lose. Yep. It, it's a tip, honestly... And even though it's, Eddie Murphy was threatened getting fired the entire movie for getting stuff that he shouldn't have been involved with, he still go, get, like gets off. Yeah, because it, it all worked out. To I be, mean, it's a movie. That's what happens. Right, of course. But it was great. Uh, but okay, so let's talk about this then. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about Eddie Murphy. Okay. Because like as a person, as like his whole body of work, everything that. that <laughs> okay. Um. How? Wh- where would you put Eddie Murphy? Like, including stand-up, including not just movies like this, but also like the family-friendly movies that he's done. Where would you put this guy? Like on your list of just. How How do you mean? Comedians? How do you mean my list? Like, where Where do I rank him on a scale of one to ten as far as? Yeah, like, yeah, I would say what I what I think about. Not the guy? like is he on Mount Rushmore of comedy for you? Oh, but, I mean, he's but, easily you know, you know eight. Eight out of ten, you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say probably the same for me. I would say he's probably done a seven. ton of great stuff. Like man, raw and delirious. Coming both. to America, coming to America, trading places. This and then even like stuff grow stuff growing up for me. Like Shrek, it was super great. influential because yeah. it came out when I was like I don't know a kid, super young, and you know Eddie Murphy being in that super influential on me and seeing you know other stuff from him. Also, um, did you ever I'll see the, the Haunted Mansion me. movie? Oh God! It was was it ever terrible? <laughs> Daddy Daycare was pretty. Funny. What is your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Ooh, my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, including stand-up specials. Because it, it, well, if we include stand-up specials, and I'm gonna say Eddie Murphy Raw. I mean, it, it, it would have to be this one, you know, for you, Beverly okay. Hills Cop. Yeah, interesting. But of course, he's got you know, a, coming to America is great. Coming to America, trading places, trading is places. Good. Yeah. Um, I even like. Um, Nutty Professor was Nutty Professor. Yeah, I was gonna say Doctor Doolittle as well. Did you see that movie Holy Man? He did. Mm, maybe not. Meet Dave. Did you see that one? Okay, they did a lot of weird promotion for that, like driving that head all around town. Yeah, it was not a good movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Bowfinger. Yeah, he's done some stinkers. That's for sure. Tower Heist was a stinker. Yeah. Uh, but did you see the movie I Spy with Owen Wilson? I him? did, dude. I actually enjoyed that movie. I need to so go back and bug. watch that. I wonder if it holds up. You know, I would. I would actually like to go back and watch that eventually. At one yeah. Point. Um, well, that was I, I haven't thought about that movie in a minute. 
Um, but he he's done some stinkers, that's for sure. But I think that's everybody who has done that many comedies is eventually going to do some stinkers. Yeah, you know, it, not every Will Ferrell movie is good, and he's one of my top comedy like. You Did know, you see that new one he's well. doing with Amy Poehler? Dude, or, uh... that looks really funny. The House, where they like, it's got uh, what is it? It's got Dennis Feinstein. In yeah, it, and uh, they're turning their house into a uh, into a casino, or into Vegas, like all over. They have a yeah, strip club. Awesome. Yeah, check out the trailer for the house. Did that I tell you funny. by the way? I'm gonna open a coffee shop based on these films, based on comedy films. Okay. So the the nice like the the nice. With everything added in, it's going to be the Beverly Hills Cappuccino. Ooh. But if you're going for like the basic decaf. standard. What about decaf drink? What can I get there for decaf? Kindergarten Cappuccino. Ooh, nice. It's not a tuba. Yeah. Who nice. is your coffee and what does he do? You know? Who, who is your daddy and what does he do? And what does he drink? Our mom says coffee that cup. our dad is a real sex machine. <sighs> Those are such silly Arnold Schwarzenegger. See, because Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the guys they thought could play this role, and that would have been weird, too. Yeah. Well, just think about Eddie Murphy in Kindergarten Cop. I feel like that would be weird. I mean... I think it could work. It would be funny. It would it's work, pretty though. much like funny, Daddy yeah. Daycare. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> speaking of Daddy Daycare, is that one? How do you feel about that movie? Steve Zahn is... Uh, I, I you know, it. it's... Here's the thing. I, it's I don't not think a great it's movie, great, but it's but funny. But I love Steve yeah. Zahn, and Steve Zahn's really good in it. Oh, Steve Zahn's great in everything. everything. Sahara, that thing you do... Uh, Saving Silverman. Saving Silverman. Yeah. Saving Silverman might be my favorite. Strange Saving Wilderness. Steve Zahn movie. Strange Wilderness is so good. I haven't seen that in a while. I need to watch that too. Yeah. It's but this movie, Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. I feel like, even though it was like made in 1984, it didn't feel like 1984. You know, the action scenes were really well thought out and oh, put yeah. together, and I feel like they had a pretty big budget. Like the car chase at the beginning where the truck is just plowing through cars. And, I mean, they didn't have computer oh my graphics yeah. back then. They didn't have computer graphics back then like, like they do the, now. The thing smashed a car I into mean, half. just absolutely obliterating cars. Yeah. And that was awesome to me. It's like they really thought Oh, the action is great. The budget was obviously where it needed to be to have good action scenes and chase scenes like that. Okay, let's talk about Even these the action shootouts. comedies. The shootouts were good. Okay, action... Action comedies? Okay. Action comedies a la Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Uh, talk to me another, about another one that has tons of great action, but is great because of the comedic okay. lead. Do you have any? Um, I know that's kind of a, like a, kind of a big thing to spring. Yeah, that is weird. Johnny English. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, um, I will say Johnny English, the second one, is actually okay if you haven't seen it. There's a new one. <laughs> Things like that were, um, you know. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm messing around mostly on that one. Um, Man, that's weird. You put me on the spot with that one. Give me a second to think. Or what about maybe ones that came before or things that inspired this? Ooh, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know with that. I mean, my knowledge doesn't go that far back. But I, I mean, I will say like action comedies um, that I like that I think are good. Now it's not necessarily a comedy actor, yeah. but um, Big Trouble in Little China with oh, Kurt Russell absolutely is definitely like a tongue-in-cheek, you know, action comedy as well as another one. Um, okay, let's talk about stuff like this. Okay, Rush Hour. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's I think that's a that to me too is a buddy cop. Like that's a buddy cop yeah. action comedy, which I think 
is different from this because Eddie Murphy carries this movie. Even more recent, uh, Pineapple Express. You know what I mean? Bad Boys. Bad Boys. I think Bad Boys is more in the vein of uh, of Beverly Hill Cop than than something like Pineapple Express would yeah. be because Pineapple Express is silly and funny and absurd. How whereas, do you feel about uh, the Last Action Hero? It's been a long time since I've seen it. I couldn't. I yeah. can't. I can't speak to it right now. What about Shanghai Noon? Okay. Okay. I'm just. Yeah, I'm just on, thinking on, of these like so comedy. This is why I'm okay. So, Shanghai Noon, Pineapple Express, movies like that to me are comedy actions. You know, they're comedies first. Whereas Beverly Hills Cop. You know, uh, what's the other one you just said? Right before you said Pineapple Express. Um, uh, Rush Hour. No, I can't remember. Anyways, movies that lean more on oh, Bad Boys. Those movies lean more on action, and that's that's where I think Beverly Hills. But Cop you had is Martin Lawrence and, and Will Smith. I know you had Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, but you had Eddie Murphy in this one. But on in both of those in both of these movies, they because I think partly because it's Michael Bay, they lean heavily on the action side of Michael Bay explosion. <laughs> yeah. But they lean heavily on the the action aspect of it as opposed to. Um, you know, worrying about having jokes every... This movie's not constant jokes the whole time. There's right. some decent, like, action breaks, you know, where there's no comedy happening. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, it was real big, and around the time this was, and even in the 90s, they made a ton of them. I mean, yeah, this, like, catapulted and, Eddie Murphy's career. Yeah. Like, he was already pretty famous from, you know, his... Well, you know, like I said, this stand is his fourth. His, uh, yeah, his fourth well, movie. Well, he had been on but I think this SNL is, about this time, right? Well, I, I don't know if this was before or after his SNL time. I want to say it was after, because Let SNL was... Out. SNL was right after or right before Raw, which he was like 21 or 2. So we looked that up. He was, what, 22, 23 doing 23, this? I think is when we figured out that yeah. he did this. So let's see. Uh, Eddie Murphy did Saturday Night Live in the same year. Uh, yeah, he did uh, 1980 to 1984. So he was pretty much doing that up until this movie and then... Yeah, so that's um, what I'm saying. I think this stopped. movie is what, because it was like a big budget blockbuster, this is the movie that like put him on the map. He had yeah. done other stuff. Um, and I don't know. I can't. I, I wasn't alive in 1984, so I don't, I don't know if that's true, but I would assume that this is what it is since this is when he got off SNL and, you know, really started. I mean, if you go look at his paychecks, I'm sure you can see like, Huge numbers after this movie, like this is oh absolutely. I mean, took a significant spike. He did come in. Uh, was it coming to America? After he did come this in one? before this one. No, he did, did trading places before this one. Coming uh, to America afterwards. Oh, okay, a couple years afterwards. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, that I was obviously a huge one as well. Yeah. Well, I mean. Anyway, but I still can't get over all of these other crazy actors who could have been Axel Foley. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Here it is. You ready? Yeah. Here's what I want. I want you rapid fire. I'm going to give you a possible actor who could have been in Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. And I want you to give me one altered Joker scene for each of these guys. Rapid fire. This has got to be quick. So just like a joke that would have happened with Sliced alone. Okay. Okay, Sylvester. Okay, hang on. Start over. Okay. Give me a scene or a joke in Sylvester Stallone and Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, God. Rapid fire. Okay, yep. hang on. Man, 
It was so he much shows easier. Up. Here it is. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Do you he do shows it. up to uh, to Victor's office and he immediately slams the door, gives him the death eyes and goes, uh, you kill my friend. There it is. <laughs> that's, that, that's that one. Movie's over. Okay. What's next? <laughs> Re- next one is you. You ready? Harrison Ford. You give me back my. Well, I don't know, dude. Cut, what hang what on, was that even? This. That's bad. I don't know. I started thinking about Air Force One. <laughs> Get, Get off, off my, my plane. plane. Yeah. I don't know. Harrison Ford. That's. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine. Harrison Ford. You're right. A okay. Funny actor guy. That's bad. I'm okay. I'll, I'll give you a softball one. You ready? Yeah. Softball me one. Schwarzenegger. Give me Arnold Schwarzenegger and Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, he just looks at Victor's forehead and goes, It's not a tumor. Oh, man, I want to dance with but somebody it might have loves me, too. Whitney. Yeah, we got this great 80s music yeah, on dude, the background. I'm not um, sure how well you can hear it now. Yeah, it's called Never Ending 80s on Spotify. It's great. It's been, I mean, uh, the first few, I'll tell you, are Take On Me, Safety Dance, Whip It, Tainted Love. Right now, we're on I Want to Dance with Somebody. Okay, you ready? I got two Whitney. more for you. Okay. Give me the De Niro. Oh, God. The De Niro. I don't even know what De Niro, because here's the thing with Robert De Niro. All the Here we go. You... You come to my city? <laughs> you kill my friend in my city? I'll come after you. I'll that was not you. a good De Niro. No, it's not. But I, I know that you know where I was going Here's with Here's the it. thing also is De Niro, for me, I couldn't imagine an 84 De Niro doing a funny movie like this because all the funny De Niro movies I've, uh, that I'm familiar with are like when he's older. <laughs> Let know? me tell you something. All the best movies I've seen with Rob De Niro end in the word fuckers. Oh God, I'm totally joking. I'm totally not, joking. Not even but no, like all the funny movies that I've seen De Niro in, whether it's Meet the Parents or Dirty Grandpa, which I didn't see, but I any saw of those, Dirty Grandpa, it was just 90 minutes of dick jokes. Uh, yeah, it's 90 minutes of De Niro saying, like, just being the, as profane as possible, and Zach Efron with his hands on his head, just trying to figure it out. That's the whole movie. Okay, like uh, no that's thanks. It. Okay, last one. But that's what I mean. I can't imagine a younger right. Robert De Niro doing doing that. Yeah, last one. Give me another one. I'm bad at this game. Pacino. Oh God. Hua. <laughs> I just could imagine. I actually said that uh, during the shootout. Like, oh, when does Scarface show up? And I didn't even know that Pacino was like. Well, that's because they had like a bunch of coke. Uh, Dude, one of the yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, because they had a coke. That's- All right, bonus round. Richard Pryor. Just kidding. We can't do that. Yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah. That's. Dude, I, I think Richard Pryor would have done. I think he would have done well in this role. You know, honestly. yeah. Um, I think that's one other person that I think it could have. And I, I and that that could be because they rewrote some of the jokes to, you know, for. For Eddie Murphy, a of not course. white guy. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I mean, Richard Pryor was. He was in a lot of movies in the 80s, you know, Silver Streak, and he was supposed to be in Blazing Saddles. And Yeah, I mean, he did a number of Gene Wilder films, though, even though oh, he they wasn't did in Blazing like, Saddles. Uh, three they did or Stir four Crazy, of them, yeah. they did Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Yeah. They did a number of them together. Stir Crazy is my favorite Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder movie where they go to prison. I Silver just Street. I haven't seen it yet. You need to watch it. Yeah. You've been watching some older movies without me recently, which I'm okay with because I probably... <laughs> You're I mean, not jealous? I'm not jealous. Um... I yeah. have, but yeah, I mean, you should definitely check out Sir Crazy because that movie is freaking awesome, dude. But he was such a wild card back then, yeah. you know? Enigma. He did a lot of drugs, like a lot of drugs. Well, that's like he lit his hair on fire smoking crack. He was a crazy dude. It was in his stand up special, I actually lit a match. Oh, he was so Richard honest Pryor, about yeah, all that crazy like, stuff in the You specials. know what this is? That's Richard Pryor running down the street. 
With okay. Lit, with a lit match. Here we go. And this would be a good hook to you back to Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, this is a nice segue from stand-up comedy. Which which outfit from Eddie Murphy's stand-up comedy would you most like to possess? Oh, the Are you raw, talking the red suit? Yeah, the raw leather suit. But, dude, that purple. The purple like, is great, too. Skin yeah. From Delirious. It's a hot suit. I, but for me, it would be the raw suit just because of, just because raw is my Because it's an iconic. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. I love that, too. He saw in the movie, he walked by those guys dressed in the leather jumpsuits and oh. laughed at him. He made a joke about, I mean, at his own expense, because, I mean, come on. That's what he wore in those stand-up That specials. laugh is so awesome. It's so funny, dude. He did it so many I, times. I, it's so good. Yeah. That's, I think that's one reason why, like I said during the movie, and I think, I, I think one, like, modern comic that, or, you know, comedy actor slash comedian that really i think relates or really reminds me a lot of eddie murphy is kevin hart it's because like he has a similar laugh like that and he's got like the similar mannerisms where he's kind of crazy on the you stage said that and earlier stuff. and and i, I can I, see why i say that but yeah. i never i never make that connection really but i can see why you'd say that I feel he's, he's got the same kind of like adhd and you know he's, he's got that rapid fire you know he's got that you know fast talking kind of style well and even faster than that was was robin williams i mean oh yeah it was very off the cuff like that but it was in a different style but yeah that's your robin williams he more, just he, riff he off of himself it was crazy yeah, yeah. um but yeah i think definitely check this movie out if you haven't watched it we um, watched it it was on netflix it's, it's on netflix right now easily accessible yeah, easily accessible on netflix um they're usually but i will say if, if you don't have netflix or if you can't find it or if it's not on netflix now that you're watching this you come on you got it. netflix and you're probably not paying for it either right good grief but i would say i it's mean 2017 it's easy to find i mean whether it's youtube we've been youtube in a few movies we had to it's a few bucks yeah you know it's a few bucks on amazon just spend the spend a few dollars and watch it it's worth it Definitely you know, worth it. And of course, we hope that, uh, you know, that, that you're mean, watching this. As much as I love it, you know, watch something maybe you haven't watched that's a little bit older than watching The Office for the hundredth time, you know? Or that's that's a problem that I have too. Like, give, give something <laughs> else a, a try. That's really why I, I want to, that's really what I want to accomplish. Have you been watching anything is. else uh, um, lately? Yeah, actually. We watched a pretty weird movie. It was filmed in Dallas called Upstream Color. Mm -hmm. Really weird. Um, it's by a guy who there's a movie he filmed in Austin called Primer, and it's like an independent movie or whatever. But they're really weird. Check it out if you're into like really weird indie movies. It's filmed in Dallas, so they like are on the dart train and stuff a lot. Interesting. But yeah, um, but we watched that, and then as far as like shows and stuff, we're almost done with Malcolm in the Middle. We've been trudging through that. Yeah, it's still good. It's really solid the whole the whole way through. The whole bulk of the series is really good. Um, they repeat a lot of stuff because it's a sitcom. What do you expect? Yeah. But I have really enjoyed it. We're almost to the end of the series. We're in season seven now. Um, you been watching anything? Uh, nothing crazy. I'm I'm still on um, doing a lot of documentaries lately. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, uh, Bob Weir from The Grateful Dead. I started one. I'm I'm Bob Marley, and that one was pretty interesting as well. Um. I'm still working through the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, nothing, nothing really crazy right now. Nothing. What have you um, really new? What have you been listening to? Oh goodness. Um, I'll say it right now, and it's I'm not. It's not super. I've been listening to a lot of heavy stuff recently, just because like I started listening to a little bit, and then I just clicked on like whatever, like recommended, and just have been listening to like radio of yeah. like the new fit for I love Jack FM. 
<laughs> really? Is that what I, you... I really do. I like listening yeah. to. See, uh... for me, it's been like I don't know, weird death, like just really like obscure deathcore playlists on yeah. on Spotify, which I'm not like super into. I've just been listening to it because it's like I'm at work and I just I have so much time to listen to stuff and like I can. It's kind of like droning at some points. So I can like drown it out. You know, something that you should be checking out is, of course, our good friends in the Mu- Music Multiverse yes. podcast. Yes, our friend Billy, who was on a few weeks ago. They um, have an awesome one. They just did the News Can Wait the News recently. Can Wait, which is an awesome band. My favorite Dallas band, hands yeah. down. Um, one of my favorite rock bands. But they're doing uh, they're doing their podcast. Check that out. Subscribe. Yeah. Make sure you're tuning in. They've got in. some cool guests on the horizon. I won't give anything away because it's their podcast. But, um, you know, we see them a lot because they're in our band. Um, and they've got a lot of cool guests on the horizon. I will say that a lot of cool people from the DFW area, like Absolutely. musicians and stuff, will be on there eventually. You know, do a Mona Borland episode um, when you least expect it. When we're gonna get all up in you from two Who different, two different angles. Um, man, that's a good song too. This is a really uh, great. Place. Check it playlist. out. Never ending eighties on Spotify. One hundred forty six two thousand. Yeah. Anyway, make sure you're checking us out on social yeah. media, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, um, Twitter, uh, S R S L Y podcast. Wait, S R S L Y comedic pod. Yeah, right. on Twitter. Seriously, um, uh, media podcast on Facebook else. and Instagram or SoundCloud. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe. So you're getting this every Friday. Yep. Uh, and as always, we hope you have a great weekend absolutely. and a great new week coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Reach out to us. We'll be happy to uh, reach you know to hit you back. But we'll see you in two and two, as Matt just did. Have a good, uh, have a good one. All right, be easy.